Howdy, hey! Welcome to the Texans Take. All right. Okie dokie. So, <laughs> this is... Interesting. So, yeah, interesting. Our last episode was a momentous occasion. Yeah, and we, we totally we did not of, make it a momentous yeah. occasion. Although it was... We had good wine, though. It was for was Solomon's Blessing. So it was. It was, it was a pretty... That was a pretty... And we had good wine. And we had good wine, yeah. And that was our 100th episode. Yay! So, um... Uh, yeah, I think that we, we've found a good wine. You found a good wine for a hundred. Oh, episodes. we were talking about that one. <laughs> so don't make me choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying, yeah. So our wine for today is called Maison Fall or Maison Folle. I'm not sure. It's M-A-I-S-O-N-F-O-L-L-E. It's called uh, Amarone, bottled in May 2018. So... I don't really know too much about this. Basically, um, oh, a couple months back, my brother William and I went to a rally in Asheville, and uh, it was mine. Usually, doesn't have this study said, so it's interesting. It was kind of a conservative rally, um, and Lynn Woods, uh, Trump's uh, attorney, was supposed to be there, and he wasn't because of, you know, there was a a supposed threat on his life or something like that. And so he zoomed in. Um, and, uh, but it was not literally, he didn't literally zoom. Yeah. No, no, he was, is a, a zoom call or a phone call. Actually it was a phone call. Um, but anyway, uh, it was a, it was a decently sized event. They had a lot of fundraisers and stuff there. There was, um, uh, lots of people advocating Patriot groups and stuff like that. And there was a, uh, um, a group that was, uh, um basically fighting um sex trafficking and child sex trafficking which sadly Asheville is pretty high on the list um in the area actually in the US believe it or not um so apparently um sex trafficking um <clears throat> happens a lot along major roadways specifically along along major roadways that cross so here we have 26 and 40 and where they cross apparently that makes a you know a big area trafficking right well sex trafficking too sadly but anyway there's a group there that's uh um standing against that and basically making awareness for it and there was uh there was a lot of uh fundraisers and stuff there for various groups and uh so they had a um an auction for some of the items items now i was not going to auction for anything okay i was not going to bid on anything just because i'm a penny pincher um can be anyway and but my brother william is there and he is the opposite of a penny pincher <laughs> he's <laughs> the so anti-penny pincher he was like hey Stuart." and at the end of the day i was thinking you know what it's it's for a good cause so you know what why should i be stingy on my money i got in free anyway so it's like not like i bought a ticket so i could have put my whole ticket into the fundraiser and it would have been about even but anyway so um we got some wine uh we bid for a container of not a container but a uh, six box, bottles yeah. a box of six bottles of wine and oh was it only six yeah yeah oh god i thought it was one more no 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 and uh so 
cost like $150 and we split it in half. So I paid 75 bucks. You split $150 in half? Yeah. That's a big bill. It was a big bill, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is the wine that we got from it. And this is just, there's, I got two different other types of wine or flavors or whatever. This is uh, just one of them. And uh, I'm glad it was for a good cause because the wine itself is, it's not amazing. I'll, I'll put it that way. And this, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not casting shade, but you see what I'm saying about the labeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's there's going on There's something to that. Yeah, there's something to Good that. Good labels. Yeah, yeah, A lot of times I, can. I have no idea where this wine came from. I mean, there's... It, it's, it questionably could be homemade. It, it, maybe it was. Because, I mean, the label looks... Really, I mean, if that's the case, then, I mean, more power to them. Because as far as homemade wine, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not, it's not hateful. Um, but anyway, so let's describe the wine. We can't look up anything. We can't look at the label because all it's got is the name... On the front, that's it. I mean, we might be able to look it up. Now I'm curious. Sure, look up an Amarone. Maybe there's, maybe it's a type of wine or something. I'll look up the, uh, the maybe actual. the name. I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> so the type of wine is, I guess, Amarone or yeah. Amarone. I don't know how it's pronounced. I've never seen that word before. It looks Italian, but maybe it's not. But um, so price, I don't think we can actually put a price on. Oh, Le Maison Folle is a place. Oh, is it? Apparently in France. Oh, really? So this is a French wine? It Please means me. it's, you know, it's a French wording. It means the crazy house. Oh, okay. Yes, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's, it means the crazy house. But so, that doesn't mean that it came from France. Yeah, no, no. I, I was reading... Honestly, it looks like somebody's I was going through and reading some different articles, but yeah. Yeah. It does. So it's not a main winemaker, which leads me to believe it is homemade. It's but, probably homemade. And I'm, that's okay. Which, as far as homemade wine goes, hey, it's actually pretty good. So Amarone is a type of wine. Okay. Let's see how it's described. It's an Italian wine. Okay. Figured Italian that. type. Wasn't sure. It's a denomination of typically rich, dry red wine made from partially dried grapes of the Corvina Redinella. Sure, sounds like. Other approved red sure. grape varieties. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, so apparently, yeah. So uh, it's found sometimes in Argentina. All right, so. Um, the grapes are the Corvonia grapes. Corvonia. Yeah. Don't know anything about that. You know, Corvion, sorry. Corvion. Corvion. Okay. That sounds a lot better than the Corvion grapes. Corvion. Yeah. So they're primarily in Italy. They have been found in Argentina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what was what was the what was the stuff that goes into this type of wine? You said That's, it's kind of drier. It was uh, Amarone actually literally means the grape bitter. Okay. So originally, this was distinguished as a bitter wine. Ah. <coughs> well, hold on. No, they're not wrong. It is bitter. Uh, that's about all that's said on it there. Okay. Well, that makes sense, and uh, it actually tastes kind of the way that it was described. I wouldn't say that it's really dry. What would you think? Unique. No, it's not. It's not... It's so, not incredibly dry. Let's look at the body. It is not full-bodied at all. So, no. 
And I'm not even going based on like color or uh, clarity. I'm going on even just tasting it. You can taste that it's not very full. So I would call it very light, very light bodied. Uh, the price you can put, you know, I guess $25, but that's what would you say? What would you say it is a bottle? So. Well, I paid 75 for three, so yeah. that's 25 yeah. a bottle, but. I don't think that yeah, they could go out and buy this. So yeah, I just put. I'm just gonna put non available. Na, yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> not sure. It's homemade. You, it's hard to put a price on a homemade product. Um, but uh, okay, so the body is yeah, it's very light, um, kind of thin. I want to say thin is even a better word. Um, and uh, sweetness, I would give it about a. Four, yeah, five, maybe a four. four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, four, four, two sounds about right. And it is actually decently bitter. I don't know if it's quite as bitter as the last one that we had. It's not. I would put a. Um, see, it's got a. It's, it does actually have. I'd say it's about a six. It's got a scale. little depth to it, so the initial taste is sweet, and the aftertaste is bitter. So it's sweet bitter. Yeah, it hits you in two waves. And the initials, um, I would say the bitterness is, I, I, I personally would give it about a, what, Mom? Six and a half? Yeah, six That's kind of what I'm thinking. And um, it's actually got some flavor to it. Hold on. What's the, what's the stew rate? I would say the stew rate is about a 2.5. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You you gave it literally the same thing I was thinking of. <laughs> it's not very good. I would never go buy this again. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was. I thought I was being a bit generous with two. You know what? I'm going to say three. Three. I'll be a little bit more generous. I'll give it a three. Okay. You're so nice. It's that, it's that character. Yeah, because I paid so much for it. <laughs> But um, so this they is say a very being nice. Didn't cost anything. But... This this oh, well yeah it does. Uh, <laughs> what, what do they say? Uh, no good turn ever goes unpunished. Yeah. So, <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is a very um, characterless wine. I would say characterless. Yeah, has very little character. Uh, and that's not to say that this is the worst thing that I've ever put in my mouth. That's not to say that we won't finish the bottle. But that is to say I would never buy it again. That is to say I would never recommend it to anybody. We're not uh, recommending it here either. Just so as far as curious. wine goes, let's let's put it this in terms of beer. Mm. If somebody gave you a Coors Light and you're at like somebody's wedding and that's all that there is to drink and you had to drink it, then yes. you would probably drink it. Yeah, I mean, I actually... <laughs> I was, I was at my GM's house not long ago. It was yeah. actually funny that you give that exact reference. Because I haven't had Coors since I was in high school. Because yeah. you could buy that and, I mean, just get completely wasted. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. So, I yeah, I haven't had I haven't had that since high school. But um, also, I was introduced that it's not good beer. <laughs> no, it's not. I thought it was great at that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess the And China was the expensive stuff, so it was whatever, you know. So, 
I see that's what when you get involved with the party people, that's that's that's, that's the yeah, route you go. But right anyway, um, I I haven't had it since high school, but I I helped my uh, GM. He he bought a hot tub and he moved it in. However, his you know you have to. Th- there's no way to just like easily get it to the back of his house. Because his house is on the side of the golf course. Ah. The back of the house faces the golf ah, course. I see. There's nothing but bushes and everything around here. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so he, we collected some people from the dealership, his son, some people that his son works with, him. Yeah. <laughs> his wife was there for direction. <laughs> and we were all just trying. It wasn't heavy. It really wasn't that heavy. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was just awkward and take it wasn't we had to go water. over a, yeah no <laughs> we had to go over a fence and it was it was quite the show oh anyway after we get done he's like all right everybody come in he's got a little pool room set up in there ah. he's like uh which i've like when i was asked to the pool once it was pretty fun we're gonna do it again but sweet he's uh he's like ah oh, i got beer in the beer in the fridge and he goes, the craft beer's upstairs for all of y'all that want to go grab some of that you know where that fridge is you know and i'm sitting here going I just carried a hot tub around. I'm way too lazy to go for that beer. What do you have here? <laughs> and I like, I just reached in, grabbed, and opened. I didn't even think about it. And I like, as soon as I put it to my mouth, I was like, oh god, this is Coors. And I looked at it, and it was Coors. Oh, <laughs> oh my boy. gosh, you did it to yourself. Uh, yeah, I did. And I was like, uh, you know what? You know what? I, it doesn't hurt. He offered this. He probably realistically bringing us in here. He probably wanted us to drink this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm a snob most of the time. There, there are selective times where I'm less snobby. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't have good things to say about this. I, I, I don't either. It's um. Yep. Now, in all fairness, this would go really well yep. with a mixed drink. Yep, that's wine. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so let's say we um. One thing that we really like to do is, we call them wine coolers. I don't know if that's what it's actually called. But yeah, wine I mean, cooler I'm sure it is. is yeah, a uh, soda basically a, a soda water with the wine. And what we like to do is uh, go get those uh, Zevia drinks. And they're, ste- they're sweetened with Stevia, right? Well, we can put this to the test. Oh, I actually hey, have some. Go for Hang it. tight. Yeah. I'm going to grab one. Wait on and we'll, we'll try that. Because I feel like it would actually go really well with that. Just because you wouldn't want to do that with like good wine. Just because you know, then you're wasting good wine with stevia. You know, I mean, with a with a, a um, you know, you're watering down good wine. And people tell me you shouldn't do that. I've done it before, though. But this wine is not really good, so I feel like watering it down might actually help it some. And so, just a wine cooler. It's sweet. It's bubbly. It's light. It's you no know, very thin. It's not like you're drinking, you know, a whole bunch of wine. Uh, but it tastes really good. So in North Carolina, the uh, the drink of choice, uh, the soda of choice, is uh, Cheerwine. It's a North Carolina drink. And uh, honestly, it's really, really good. I really like Cheerwine. And, um, but this, I mean, actually, we've got friends in uh, New Orleans who've actually told us, hey, when you drive to Texas and you pass us, uh, bring Cheerwine. Just because it's awesome and we can't buy it over here. And so... In in New Orleans? In New Orleans, yeah. yeah. strictly a South Carolina, North Carolina thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like making a wine cooler, you know, with, with this stevia drink 
specifically the black cherry. Any other flavor doesn't really work with wine. The only one that I have found that actually does really do well, believe it or not, is the uh, the Seven Up. Okay. And because it's 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 yeah. um, <clears throat> fruity. It's it's well, whatever citrus. they call their Seven Up, but yeah. And the other one is, believe it or not, the grapefruit. Oh no! I bet Tasted that one is really good. Well. I bet that one is really good. You it's remember, the fruity you, stuff. You got that that one time for us. Yeah, and brought it over. I think you brought um, it flat of it or something, but it was. Yeah, I was probably oh, around Christmas. I'm or gonna something. put a little bit more. Yes, yeah. I feel like mostly soda is cheating. Hmm. You see, it's better. Does that fix the problem? <laughs> it does. Um, I mean, it still has no body. And so when I drink this... Funny, I think we gave it more body. When I drink... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, so when I... See? It's not. That's pretty good, Oh, that's it? good. Isn't I can that drink nice? it now. That's I fixed pleasant. it. <laughs> um, I fixed it! So... See, how does mine have more body? Well, well I, because... I, I put more in it. You put more wine into yours. Um, Please but, don't answer my own questions. I think... See the cheer wine is it's kind of a cherry flavor, right? Right. And this is wine, right? It's is grape, but it usually has notes of something else. Cherry, plum, and stuff like that. Those are the standard notes that people right. give to wine. Not necessarily give to wine, but just the notes that the wine comes with, I think. But anyway, um I feel like this is like an adult cheer wine. Because it's bubbly. It's got soda in <laughs> adult it. Adult cheer it's wine. Sweet. It's alcoholic, and there's wine in it. Cheer wine, right? I like what you did there. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I call this stuff. Real cheer wine, or adult cheer wine. And it certainly... See, now it actually... That tastes really good. It does. That's like, really pleasant. I feel that's better a, now. What this tastes like is a... Um, it, it tastes like a relaxed evening. That's what it tastes like. You know? Not looking to get wasted. I never look to get wasted, by the way. I think that's silly to get wasted. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, um, you know, not looking to drink a large volume of alcohol. Not looking to get a buzz. Just looking to drink something pleasant. And I like the flavor. I like the taste of alcohol. I like wine. And so when you put all this in this glass, you know... Um, you're not getting inebriated at all. It just tastes really nice, you know. Uh, so you, it is a wine cooler. Is that in the sense? Yeah. So a wine cooler, by definition, is a combination of wine. Okay. Uh, usually containing some sort of fruit juice, um, carbonated beverage, wow. and a lot of times the carbonated beverages are alcoholic carbonated beverages, like Seagram's. <laughs> Oh, Seagram's. Seagram's is good. Okay, I like Seagram's. So, which is hilarious because Seagram's has a whopping 3% alcohol and is 90% sugar. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Okay, 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 yeah. It's like the Mike's Hard Lemonade light version. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's mostly sugar. They're very tasty. Yeah. They are your qualifiable, you know, chip drink. Yeah. But uh, I can actually see those mixing very well with the sure, wine. Sure, sure. So, so yeah, anyway, I think I think wine. we fixed the wine. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, hopefully the lowest wine rating uh, we'll give for a while. I mean, I just gave a two point five to a wine. Yeah, that's now back not too terribly long ago. I would have given all wine a zero. Really, I'm I didn't wine. really like wine. Yeah. 
and then someone introduced me to you know dark you know uh, dry red wines yeah and then i was like oh this is this is what oh, I this is that. nice yeah See, um growing up whenever i got a taste of wine you know never got a full glass or anything obviously but you know dad would give us tastes. i did just no one gave it to me dad would give us tastes just so that you know we would have a decent appreciation for wine mm -hmm. and had something to look forward to and wasn't you know, surprised after we became of age, you know, it wasn't like, you know, wine. it was, you know, it's just, you know, oh, yeah, I already know what that's about. Yeah. And I know what it tastes like. And, you know, um, but anyway, nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, some of the wine that I tasted was, uh, what, what, what's that? It's the Sangria. Sangria. Oh, I have some sangria stories now. Yeah, <laughs> sadly I do too. So sweet. So uh, that's there's a lot of alluring. I feel like everybody who's ever dealt with alcohol and wine has a sangria story. Has a sangria story. And they don't usually end well. Because sangria is just so sweet. It's devilish. It's not even very good. It's just sweet enough that people keep drinking it. And it's just like, uh And it's very alcoholic, too. So, Anyway, well, there you go. Maison Folly, uh, Amarone, bottled May 2018. Um, and if it was about $4 a bottle, I would probably buy it just to, you know, um, just to... Uh, for a wine cooler. I have a wine cooler with Zevia drinks. Yeah. That's the only reason to buy this. That way, see, <laughs> see, this is good. See, it, you should have some of this, and here's why. Hey. I'm not going to pay $25. No. I mean, like, if it costs, like, two or three bucks, you know. Yeah. But this is, wine of this quality is good to have because if you're cooking, you don't want to use something crazy, you right. know, expensive. You just because none of it's going to stay. And in that's the, why in that the bottle food. of muscadine wine is right. Like, right. That's why right. I have it. You just you know it's keep actually a bottle my of cheap wine. wine. Oh, okay, good. Uh, and then on top of that, because I'm one of these crazy people that adds when you take pasta. a good wine and water it down with anything or adulterate it with anything, then wine snobs are going to be like, no, you're ah, watering down the wine. What do you think you're doving? And I'm kind of like. Mostly I don't really give a darn. I mean, it's, it essentially, like it's it. essentially like champagne. But, um, but you know, if you take cheap wine and water it down, then people are like, oh my gosh, it's so much better now. You know, so anybody. I can tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I was at with this. Ah, I was like, I mm, do I really want to finish this? But, but see, uh, now I have like no problem just adding mm -hmm. a little bit to it. So anyway. Um, Actually, I have one more of the. Yeah, go ahead and. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Uh, we're going to give a um, do a breaky break, a glor a glorious uh, 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 clinky clink, and then we'll take a break, and we'll see you in a bit. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. <laughs> back and we're going to pray you want yes. to pray for us sure let's pray great father in heaven um i uh thank you so much that we can gather here and praise your holy name 
Thank you for this Texans Take podcast. I pray that we're a blessing to those that hear it. Um, I pray that you would uh, find some place in your kingdom for this podcast, Lord. Uh, I pray that there would be a uh, maybe a little section um, carved out of your kingdom that's uh, um, brought there by the Texans Take. Lord, we are a tool. That is all we are. We are your tool, Lord. And uh, we enjoy doing this. Uh, we enjoy digging into your word. And uh, uh, we just pray that people would benefit from it. I know that we're benefiting from it. Absolutely. I know I am. And uh, so we thank you for that. But we also pray that others would enjoy this also. Um, and uh, praise your holy name through it. Uh, Lord, I thank you for our 100th episode uh, last Tuesday. And I pray for another 100 episodes in front of us and more from there. And Lord, uh, uh, I thank you that we have this wine here. And even though it is cheap wine, at least it is wine. Um, and uh, we could just be drinking uh, scum water from the ground. But no, Lord, you give us wine, uh, very expensive cheap wine. So anyway, thank you so much for it. I pray that you bless us this day. In Christ's name we pray, and bless the reading of your word here, and uh, open up our hearts to take your word and apply it to our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, so... Solomon has just got the big daddy's blessing. He did, whoop, yes. Whoop. Yeah, whoop, whoop, man. Oh, to be in Solomon's shoes. Sandals, I don't know if you had shoes. Um, Probably Nikes, probably not. Um, <laughs> just do it, man. Yeah. So Solomon's administration, chapter 4, this is 1 Kings 4. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we come to you with the Duck Commander, Faith and Family Bible, New King James Version. Don't know what version y'all are using or like to use. Uh, there's a couple of different versions out there that are pretty good. Um, but um, I really like the King James Version just because it's a beautiful, elegant um, uh, portrayal of God's Word. Uh, I do not believe that that is the the epitome of God's word. Um, it is uh, it's a good translation. Well, it's a good translation in that it's beautiful, but there are other translations that are more exact. Um, the The King James version did not use the uh, the actual Greek and Hebrew that the the scriptures were written in. Uh, they were translated from. I want to say the Vulgate is what it's called. Right. I'm not a scholar as far as that goes. Which is um, kind of interesting. The NIV and the ESV were both kind of from the Greek yeah. and Hebrew. Which okay. Is, there's that's why there's a big cut in people who think one manuscript is better than the other. Yeah. Stuff's and up. that being said, the New King James version, you know, is 99.9% the same as the best quote-unquote best translation out there. Very minor differences. Um, the reason the New King James Version is kind of harder to read is because it was written, you know, what, 1600s? Um, well, the New King James was written. Well, the King James Version was written in the 1600s, I believe. And uh, they actually had poets. They had poets and writers. Yeah, well, that was, and that was the, um, the day and age. That was kind who, of the way they Who took that. God's word and made it beautiful they did a really good job uh it's very flowery and um it's very powerful i think the new king james version was basically that and softened a little bit 
just because um, it is kind of hard to read the King James version. It is. It can be difficult if you're not, you don't um, know what you're looking at. Yeah. And so anyway, um, there are better translations out there. Um, but New King James Version is it's a, it's a good translation. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it. There's just more accurate translations out there elsewhere. So anyway, this is the one we're using. Um, and this this Bible is bound by leather. So, I mean, can you go wrong with that? I know. Well, that's what I have. I have three Bibles that I use pretty frequently. One of them's an NIV. Yeah. Uh, it's a very old NIV. It's one of the 1970s. Oh, wow. NIVs. Nice. Um, I have the Duck Commander Bible. And my other one that I use, I used to use it all the time, and I still use it if I ever teach anything, mm -hmm. is my ESV. Mm -hmm. uh, the ESV does not leave the bookshelf much anymore because it's had a few battle wounds okay. over uh, dropping it off a podium. Ah. And I've dropped it off my desk a couple times because when, when I get to actually studying something, especially if I'm going to teach, which I've done a couple times, I tend to have like every Bible version. Sure, sure, sure. Spread out, looking at it. It's the next best thing to actually having the Greek, Greek and Hebrew. Yeah, so I'm, I'm horribly. It's like you clean off your desk and you have just Bibles everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I, and during my the first time, it was kind of funny. The first time I ever uh, preached or you know taught on something. Uh, I was using that Bible. I just got it. I was so happy to get that. I just completely ripped the page. Ah. It fell off the thing, and I went to catch it. And ripped ah. it. You know, I ripped a page once and got a spanking for it when I was really little. It was my aunt. Um, we call her Tanta. means means aunt in German. Right. Um, my aunt, uh, So it was my aunt was holding me, which tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> uh, I'm not a very... Small guy, uh, but I think I was about a year, year old, maybe, maybe a year old, and she was holding me and reading her Bible at the same time, and I decided that one of the pages didn't belong in the Bible, um, and uh, took it. Oh, yeah, just ripped it right out of the book, and I got a spanking. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I determined since that was the first time I had ever taught anything that any time I taught, it would be from that Bible. Nice. And I mean the 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 what do you call it? The, the casing, the the binding. It's yeah. it's falling out. I mean, yeah. it, you have to like very carefully hold the Bible. Like grab it, grab it up. It's it's the big it's the big one on the far left. Yeah, yeah. Carefully grab it. But the whole the whole binding is. It, it, oh, it, I it, see. It's coming. I mean, it's, off. it's oh yes, yeah. it's. it's Thoroughly intact as far as most of the pages until you get to like right there in the middle of yeah. Isaiah where you have. You know what you might do with that? You might give it to Cousin Austin and see if he'll fix it. See if he'll rebind it for me? Yeah, because, you know, he was, uh, well, or maybe just asking if it's possible. But anyway, that's beside the point. We should probably start reading. Is he a knowing person of these things? Well, he was he was considering making his own books for a while. Oh, and I think really? he might actually have some equipment for making. Well, these I'll have books. to ask him because I, I do think like. He might actually have a press. I do thoroughly like that Bible, and I've. I, but I mean, a worn Bible is the best Bible. But yeah, at the sure. end of the day, I do. <laughs> I would like the binding to still. I mean, because you look in comparison, that's why I'm saying it's almost a quality problem because yeah. this one's from the 70s. Sure. And looks like it holds up pretty good. I haven't dropped that one recently, though, have you? Uh, I've dropped it a couple times, okay. not not very recently, but I mean it, it is old. You can tell like the pages yeah, are yellow. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Anyway, well, we're in First Kings chapter 4, Solomon's administration. Let's read on. So, King Solomon was king over all Israel, and these were his officials, Azariah, the son of Zadok, the priest, Elehoreph, let me say that again slowly, Elehoreph, Elehoreph, and Ahijah, the sons of Shisha, Shisha, not my favorite name. Um, Shisha, good girl she is. Oh, it sounds like a woman's name. Yeah, Shisha, uh, scribes. Jehoshaphat, the son of Alihud, I'd the recorder. I'd hate to be that as a, on, the, on the playground. Yeah. Hey, Shisha, come here. Yeah. Um, um, Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, over the army. Zadok and Abiathar, the priests. Azariah, the son of Nathan, over the officers. Azabud, the son of Nathan, a priest and kings and the king's friend. Ahishar, over the household. And Adon... Now, is that the son of Nathan the prophet? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see. Just say Ab... Uh, Zabud. Zabud. Silly name. Um, just call him Bud. Hey, Bud. Anyway, uh, son of Nathan, it does say a priest, and so maybe, I don't know, uh, and the king's friend, uh, Ahishar. <laughs> the irony there is he comes to Solomon. So there's this story. It's like, nope, yeah, Dad told yeah, me all about yeah, you. Yeah, um, Ahishar over the household, and Adoniram, the son of Abda, over the labor force. And Solomon had 12 governors over all Israel who provided in Interesting. Twelve governors, mm -hmm. twelve houses of mm -hmm. uh, Israel. Right. Twelve tribes of Israel. Right. Um, twelve is one of those numbers that you see occasionally. Twelve and seven. Twelve, and three. seven, and three. Yeah. Let's see. So, and Solomon had twelve governors over all Israel who provided food for the king and his household. Each one made provision for one month of the year. So what does that tell you? That they had already divided the year into 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, each, uh, these are their names. Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur. What does that mean literally? Hold on. It says down here. That's a 7A. 4, 7. Oh, literally son of her. Really? Okay. Uh um, Ben Hur like the Just like the book. Yeah. Uh, ben Hur. B E N H U R. In the mountains of Ephraim, uh Ben Decker, son of Decker, in Machaz Shalbim. So I'm getting that Ben means son. Yeah, yeah. Uh Beth Shemesh. Beth Shemesh. I love these names. Shalbim, Beth Shemesh, and Elon Beth Hanan. Um, ben Hesed in uh, Araboth, uh, to him belonged Sokoth and all the land of Hefer. Uh, <laughs> ben Abinadab in all the regions of Dor, he had Taphath, the daughter of Solomon, as wife. Bana, the son of Ahilad in Tanakh, uh, Megiddo, and all Beth Shan which is beside 
Zeraton, below Jezreel, from Beth Shan to Abel Meholah, as far as the other side of Jokniam, of Jokniam, Ben Geber in Ramoth, Gilead, to him belongeth the towns of Jair, the son of Manasseh, in Gilead. To him also belong the region of Argob in Bashan, sixty large cities with walls and bronze gate bars. Ahinadab, the son of Edo, in Manhanaim, in Mahanaim, Ahimaz, Ahimaz, in Naphtali, he also took Basimath, the daughter of Solomon, as wife. Bana, different from the Bana we saw earlier. This is B-A-A-N-A-H, not B-A-A-N-A. Remember that. Uh, the son of Hushai in Asher and Aloth. Jehoshaphat, the son of Parua in Ithacar. Shemai, the son of Elah, probably a different Shemai, Hat, in Benjamin. Geber, the son of Uri, or Uri, in the land of Gilead, in the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan. He was the only governor who was in the land. Oy vey! Those names, though. Goodness, goodness, goodness. I would never. Yeah. What was your favorite name? Ben-Hur is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's... All right, that's one. Is that bothering you? Yeah, very much. So. Uh, I really like... Uh, was it Shishim or Shima? Shemesh? How about Shalim? Sh Shalbim? Anyway, interesting names. So, prosperity and wisdom of Solomon's reign. Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and rejoicing. So Solomon reigned over all kingdoms from the river to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. They brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. Now Solomon's provision for one day was 30 cores of fine flour, 60 cores of meal, 10 fatted oxen, 20 oxen from the pastures, and 100 sheep, besides deer, gazelles, roebucks, and fatted fowl. For he had dominion over all the region of this side of the river, from Tifsa even to Gaza, namely all the kings on his side of the river, and he had peace on every side all around him. And Judah and Israel dwelt safely, each man under his vine and his fig tree, from Dan as far as Beersheba all the days of Solomon. Um, so, basically, it's just like, you know, prosperity, prosperity, prosperity. It's everything. Everything is great. You know, he's got everything. he got good people ruling over everything. Everything's divided up. People all have their little jobs. Um, got lots of, lots of good food to go around. Um, and everybody is, every man is living safely under his vine and his fig tree. Um, from Dan as far as Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. So it says, all the days of Solomon. So this is like, you know, prosperity as long as Solomon's around. That's pretty good. It is. That's a lot. That's a lot. Actually. Because Solomon actually reigns for a while, you know. I wonder who the longest reign now, king was. I know that it goes downhill really quickly as soon as Solomon dies. But while Solomon's king... Everything's going pretty good. We're going to take a little bit of a break there. We'll be right back.
We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Well, well hey, hey, howdy, hey. Welcome to the Texans Take. Okay. All right. I need to get my, my sheet of the spread. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't have it up, oddly enough. I'm, I had to break down my computer, and, and which I make it sound like that's a task. It's a laptop. I just had to unplug things, which I'm lazy and... Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> when I get the two monitors set up that I'm actually wanting for in here, yeah. that ain't breaking down. But yeah. at this moment, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to unplug wires. But no. Uh, on a serious note, I had to take the computer somewhere, so I didn't have any of my stuff pulled up. So hold on. Yeah, yeah. So one of our favorite sayings is "in vino veritas." Yeah. So this is a, a sheet of truth. But where is if it? you can pull it up, uh, that's yeah. Um, But while he's doing that, yeah. I can give my take on this. Hold on, hold on, no, because I have to put it down. Uh, I mean, I guess you can so. This is a Robert Mondavi, which, as Briggs says, is one of his. Is it one of, or is it the the what favorite? So I mean, all of his wines that I've had thus far are very good, and so I do hold it as one of my favorites. It's one of Briggs' favorite. Um, brands of wine um and this one is the robert mondavi private selection bourbon barrel age cabernet sauvignon california 2019 wine and so i just i discovered him it's pretty good i discovered it by random it, it was kind of an accident i was over to a friend's house and well i was over to a friend's parents house we were having a party yeah and i showed up and his first words were uh yep nothing's really off limits just kind of dig in get what you want that's dangerous and he had this like giant wine cabinet and i was just like dude do all anything he's like yeah well, i mean my parents didn't say no so whoa <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I was just like, all, all right. right, then. If that's the way we're playing this game, all right. then yes, I will go find. Yeah. And so I went and found. I just, I what really the, wasn't expecting you, you just wrote a check that I hope your parents can cash. <laughs> well, no, it, no, they're fine. Trust me. I, I could have emptied their wine cabinet and it would have just resupplied the next day. Uh, no fault nice, of the, it nice. would have been no impact to the pocket. Trust me. I, honestly, they're very blessed and I'm very glad for that. Yeah. I love seeing blessed people that are so generous with their blessings. Yeah, I was about to say just genuinely nice people. Like yeah. a lot of people that have been blessed with great fortune, they fall under this category of like, oh, they're snobs. Is that a good way to do it? Yeah, kind of snobbish. You know, it they're is. just they're not necessarily bad people or you know mean people. They're just like, yeah, you know, they they know what faction they fall in. Yeah, <laughs> and they're a hundred percent gonna stay there. So I, I cast no shade on, on those people, but I kind of do at the same time. Yeah. Because that it? there's better. Yeah, this is it. I, I just had it on the wrong. I've, I have, Put it in the wrong place? I did. I huh. totally miss. Well, because I forgot. I do a lot of, so I do a lot of my, like, Texas take stuff while I'm at work and, yeah. and, and downtime. Yeah. 
And so I actually have it on my work email. It's connected to my work email nice. because I don't want any of my other emails on my work computer. So yeah. this is the only one. That, and so I have ran, I have a file for the Texans take on yeah. my computer. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking of saying that dad used to say, you know, change it a little bit for the, sake <laughs> of the podcast. Um, but basically, uh, don't let your mouth write a check that your butt can't cash. <laughs> uh, you know, because you're saying he was like, "Oh yeah, help yourself to the wine. It's I can have whatever I want. Yeah, anything that you want." It's like, "Oh wow, my parents didn't say no." And I was just like, "Wow, yeah, you got to be careful with that." Yeah, and when he said that, and he I wrote mean, a check, and I guess his butt could cash it. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> I've been there. I've been to his house a few times. It's literally the same thing every time I'm there. It's just nice. like, yeah, whatever. Nice. You know, nice. my parents just are just like, cool. oh, that's fine. I'll just go get some more. Yeah. No, it, it legitimately is hey, like that, which is hilarious. I would love, I would love um, for me to be able to say that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's you know, kind of my oh, goal. Fine. Day, I'll just go say, get yeah, some that's, more. That's, you know, I mean, I would, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I'm, I'm fairly generous in nature fairly but whenever you're tight you know money wise or you've got a goal that you're trying to reach or something like that every time you spend money it's just like ooh, ow yeah stop. that hurts yeah ooh, you know it's kind of like <clears throat> it's kind of like an electric fence you know you can you can grab it and hold on to it and stay alive but every time you spend a little money it's a little shock it's just yeah like pop 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 it's like ooh, ow stop stop <laughs> Um, well, and, and especially when you're invited into like people's houses, like, that. oh yeah. So the, the same event, you know, waking up the next morning after a party and we partied pretty hard. It yeah. was, it was a nice little event. I think we ended up like, uh, just watching. It was a war movie. Like we all just went, you know what? We've had a little bit to just watch a war movie. Sweet. You know, whatever that new one is, the the Dunkirk or Dunkirk, yeah, yeah Dunkirk. Yes. So we watched. Well, Wait. let me rephrase. They watched it. I lasted through like the first twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I told you that. <laughs> You've uh, everyone has seen me watch movies after you know a glass of wine and food. It I I don't <laughs> very easily. Yeah, um, now, don't. if it's something amazing, yeah, sure. But Dunkirk is a very slow movie, and it did not help. That's not a movie that I would have watched, like a war movie. Yeah, everybody was like, let's just watch a war movie. You know what, I was the one in the crowd that was like, ah, I'm kind of up down for a comedy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, I mean, uh, as so, far as a war movie goes. So I go into the bathroom okay. after I wake up the next morning, and it, like you have to travel through the bathroom to get to the bathroom. It's a very, he's got a very nice house. but yeah. So I'm sitting there, you know, trying to get out of the bathroom, and I knock over this lamp. And it just like it shatters. I'm just watching it go. I'm watching it hit the floor, and it's one of those very thin glass. Right. So it's like you're not just gonna like. It's like a breath of fresh air, and it's shattered. Yeah, it's just like we need a broom and then a vacuum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I walk in, and, and then and then we need a bunch of barefooted people to pick up. What's yeah, <laughs> and I'm and my first thought was, man. I mean, I, I wonder how expensive that lamp was, ah, you yeah. know, because I can't just, like, fake this. Like, oh, right. I don't know how that broke. Yeah, okay. And all those, though, my conscience would not have allowed that. Let's let's be honest. I would have not been able to do that very easily. So I'm sitting here going, 
walk out. I'm like, hey, man. Um, so there was a lamp in the bathroom. And it's it's now on the floor in many – it's many pieces of what used to be a lamp. I took that lamp and I multiplied it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just like – he took a moment of pause because he's asleep in real life. He's walking and he's upright, but he's not alive yet. And he just kind of like laughed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that came from Walmart. I'm sure it was like maybe 20 bucks. <laughs> and I'm going – Whoa, yes, I'll go clean that up. <laughs> but it wasn't like, yeah, that was from some high dollar company. That was only he just got a laugh. So, like, yeah, it's from Walmart. No worry, no, no big deal. And I, I just there was like a, a calm surrender that hit me because I was very, very worried. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, vino. So, before we read what's on the bottle, what's your take on the I mean, I like it. That was my it's reaction. not a Merlot. <laughs> uh, it's very good, but it's a very even kill wine. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah, very. There's even nothing kill, that yeah. like slaps you in the face as you drink it. It has roughly the same aftertaste as it does the actual taste. You can tell it's barrel aged. It definitely does aged. have that. Now, I will say, I just had a taste of some other, you know, barrel bourbon aged wine earlier today. And I don't think that that's something that I really care for in wine. Yeah. It looks amazing. It's like, oh, wow, I want that. Yeah, it does. But whenever I taste it, it's just like, oh, wow. Not really what I was hoping it tastes like. Yeah, it doesn't have, I don't know what, I don't know how to put that. It doesn't have like a, it doesn't jump out at you. Yeah, I mean, it does, but not in a not in a big way and not in a meaningful way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has no zazz. Let's put it that way. No. I know that it's something that definitely could taste really good if it was done in a particular way. But it would have to be a way that was particular to me. It's not like, you know, it's not like everybody and his little dog would like it. I'm just saying that, you know, everybody has different tastes and... Some tastes uh, average out a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like everybody likes this, 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 and this, but all the outliers like these lesser things over here, whatever. Yeah. But uh, with me, I don't know. I don't even really understand what I just said, but that didn't really make too much sense. Anyway, uh, bourbon barrel age is not really my thing as far as wine goes. Keep going. And so, um, anyway, uh, are we still good? I think we're, we're having slight technical difficulties. Bear with us just for a second. Yeah, we're still good. We're still good. Okay, good. Ah, very good. <laughs> we had, we had kind of this <laughs> That's why we were kind of like, um, should we, uh, um, should we keep this going? wine though? Uh, <laughs> good, right? So you like okay, we're good now. Okay, so this wine. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so it has a little spikiness that comes from the um, barrel agedness. The barrel agedness. And uh, it's okay. It's um let's let's go through let's let's make our little list. Yes. Give me just one second. That way we get, don't have to say things twice. Yeah. Just give me one. Um it's definitely dark enough. And I do like that. 
it's it's full bodied, which is good. If nothing, a, a wine should be full bodied. Um, I think anyway. That's why it's really hard to have a really good white wine, in my opinion. If you like white wine, wonderful. White wine is not my favorite thing. I like a body a body to my so wine. We'd say this one was full bodied. Yeah. So as far as sweetness goes, not very. I would yeah, say give two. it a, a two. Hold on. Mm. Well, put yeah. Yeah, yeah about two a, about a two point about five, a two yeah. two five yeah. It really doesn't have enough. To, it doesn't jump out. Yeah, at you. it does have a high bitterness. It I does. would say it, I'd it's give it a seven, seven five. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's pretty bitter. Um, um, and just as far as um, notes and stuff like that in the wine. Again, there's the barrel age, which is eh, eh, eh. it's okay. It doesn't really do too much for me. Um, and then it, it doesn't really have any kind of tones or flavors after that. Really, the barrel age is all that it's got yeah. going for it. It says it's blackberry with vanilla and brown sugar is the, the flavors. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and read this. So, <clears throat> In my best posh accent. Posh. This Cabernet Sauvignon blends the craftsmanship of California winemaking with the southern tradition of bourbon whiskey, whiskey barrel aging. The cool climate of our coastal vineyards impart the wine with deep flavors of black cherry and black berry. Select lots are then aged in bourbon whiskey barrels, delivering rich nuances of vanilla, brown sugar, and subtle toasted oak when added to the blend. So it's saying that the vanilla brown sugar and subtle oak nuances are coming from the bourbon whiskey barrels. Yeah. And so when it says nuanced, I think it means like really nuanced. Yeah. You know, like somebody, <clears throat> somebody um, had a vanilla brown sugar toasted oak cookie in the other room and burped while the wine was being made <laughs> in the other room. You know, that's it's pretty subtle. You know, um, and uh, but that being said, I feel like black cherry and blackberry and stuff like that. I, you can those do come out in the wine a little bit. It's definitely cherry. You can taste kind of the cherry, which is kind of a general like. I feel like pretty much every wine out there, red wine. Generally, cherry is one of the it's like right. cherry and plum or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and then the 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 blackberry, yeah, which it's very bitter. Blackberries are yeah bitterer better bitterer berries bitter better bitter better berries, and uh, so yeah, I can see that. Um, and so basically, aside aside from the um, um, yeah, so it has literally three things going for it, <clears throat> flavor wise: black cherry, blackberry. And the bourbon whiskey barrel. And overall, I think this would be a that's good company wine. Yeah, yeah. It's very subtle, very like low. You're, no one's going to be like completely disgusted. Right, right. You know, it fits. It fits all of that. Uh, it's definitely on the high end of what I would spend on wine. It's something I would buy for my wine rack. Uh huh. Um, just to have on hand when somebody came over and said, "Hey, let's go good wine. Let's go and just yeah. break up another bottle of wine." Uh, it's fourteen ninety nine. So. Yeah, and that's you. You run into that with Robert Mondavi across the board. Yeah, his wines are very good. 
but they're also very well known, and so you do pay a little bit of a price. <clears throat> so, and I think you know it's it's well known factionally because I didn't know about it until I found out. Yeah. This was, but apparently, it's a it's a staple for a lot of people that actually have like wine rooms and stuff. Right. Right. He's a he's definitely a staple in their in their wine rooms, which is fine. I mean, it's a good wine. Did you it say wine room? Wine rooms. Yeah. I would like a wine room. I know. Me too. Cellar. Well, a wine, wine cellar, cellar is nice, but a wine room sounds bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just more light. It's not bigger. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> more light, less cobwebs. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, no. So that's, uh, I gave it a 6.5. I think that's kind of. I'm going to give it a 6. Yeah? Yeah. Because I definitely, I, the reason I did 6.5, I definitely thought it was better than, uh, and the, uh, I said six. The Velvet Devil. Oh, sorry. I was, I was saying six, five. As <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, I can't type and talk, but, uh, no, I just thought it was better than the Velvet Devil. It's so definitely better. A little than bit. I give it a little bit better. Which is funny because, um, I used to think it was kind of difficult to find nuances in wine and stuff, but now that we're trying a whole bunch of different kind of wines and actually yeah. sitting down, thinking, tasting, comparing, you know, I definitely can remember how much I liked a wine overall. And even if it's slightly better, I can still remember that it was slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, give me another <clears throat> two weeks and I will have no memory of which wine I had uh, or how Oops. good or better or, le- or less better it was. Um, but within like a week or so, I can remember how decent it was. Um, oh, that is sadness. <laughs> Right. Well, no, I mean, it's it's on the Bible. It can't hurt anything. So we're going to take a break right there, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 